This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, what do you say we do this? Three minutes after five o'clock after a blah Mets game last night, which really sucked. We do the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com for details. The Eddie Scazzeri. He's in the control room. I'm looking at a gorgeous hunk of a man. His name is Al Nelson Dukes. What up? Good morning, Jerry. Did you say Nets game or Mets game? Nets, Nets, Nets. Basketball? Awful awful basketball game. Oh, Nets game, basketball. And don't kid yourself. I saw like in one of the articles, a throwback to the 90s. No, this was a throwback to throw up. No no one could shoot. It was awful. No, Jerry, they said throwback to the 90s. Defense, baby. There was no defense. There must have been a lot of defense. defense, no, it was terrible. It was awful. Jerry, I looked at that final score, 86-83. Yeah, that's what you would think. Now it must have been a must have been a slugfest brew. I think it was chippy in spots. I would say that. I think PJ Tucker was a punk with Kevin Durant. They were really good friends, so who cares? Oh, they are. They are good friends off the court. They're actually good friends from what I read. They went face to face Um, and a belly to belly. But I don't know, man. It was just. It was a bad game, and there was there were some stretches, but they couldn't shoot wide open shots. No one can make a shot. That's not great defense. I'm sorry, it's a bad game. And the Nets went down early, big, came back. They a were bit. losing third. What is it? It was they were down twenty one. Well, it was thirty to yeah, it was thirty to eleven after one, but they were down thirty to nine. Is that right? With like three or two or three minutes to go in the first quarter, and you're like. Okay, at any point, guys, you, there was a point they were losing. I think it was 9 nothing. It felt like everything that they put up had no chance of going in. Were they bricks? Were they yeah, bricklayers? Yeah, I mean, there were bricks. They were too, they, maybe they were jacked up too much. I don't know what it was, but ugh, what a terrible game. So not a great Brooklyn Nets game last night, you're no, uh, no, it was an awful game. And I'll tell you this, too, real quick, because I know you've got a whole bunch of topics on your sheet today. Sure so they had the FKD chance going. Yeah, I don't like that. Not first of all, I don't care not nearly as loud as it was at the Garden with Trey Young, and didn't last very long at all. But I'll take you back to Baltimore two nights ago. How about this? They announced zero tolerance policy for foul language. This was when you went to the Orioles yeah. game. Yes, it was at Camden Yards. They made an announcement, ladies and gentlemen. Well, they tell you before be the no game, foul language. There's a zero tolerance tolerance policy. I like it. They're like, yeah, whatever. That's what I have in my life. I have a zero tolerance sure. language policy. And now let's come back to the conversation we talked about last week about why would you want to bring kids to games? So I'll tell you this: for about seven innings, I did not hear one curse word where we were, which was amazing to me. And then all of a sudden, one guy after I forget who hits a home run, someone hit a home run for the Mets, one of the ninety that they hit that night. Guy gets up and yells. F New York, F New Jersey. Is that I right? don't think 15 seconds went by. Two security guards right up, out. Oh, did they Ejected. club him? They didn't club him. 
Oh. They ejected him immediately. Is that right? And it was like, wow, that was awesome. So it was pretty good. They came over, smacked him around. They with didn't the smack him around. Security baton. <laughs> no, they didn't. Put him in a headlock, tasered him, <laughs> no, they dragged him out. No, no. As they, they should have. Yeah, they didn't do any of that. Jerry, did people applaud their, uh, the security guard no, for doing uh, that? No one applauded, but the one guy stood up and said, children, there's a lesson. Don't be a jackass. That was great. And then they threw that guy out for saying Jack. No, they didn't they didn't throw so him out. So they were just little by little throwing everybody <laughs> no, out of not, the stadium in Baltimore. They, they were listen, by the end of the game there was nothing but orange and blue Met shirts. There was no one there were no Oriole fans there. So how did you come about this foul ball you caught at the Orioles Mets game? Uh we I got seats. I got second row seats undercover in that second level off the field because I knew that, that the they mezzanine? were No, not the mezzanine. We were still lower level, but the second part of the lower level, mezzanine is one up. And I took those because I saw there was a 50% chance of thunderstorms in the area. So I figured, you know what? Let's Great try and be undercover. So that worked out well because I bought the tickets day of game. Um, and so Fal was coming right at us. And you could see it was right in line. So I stood up. And I said, oh, it's not going to reach us. I'm like, ah, oh, it's going to hit the walkway. Hit the walkway. Bounced. Hit the roof. Right in my hand. Did it, Was it in slow? Did it feel like slow motion to you? No. The one I caught at City Field felt like slow motion. Yeah. This one did not. We, there were several that came our way. This was the one that really came right to us when you caught the foul ball on a bounce did you hold it up like you were proud of it no i did not what i never do i did you give it to a young man i did my son your son there you go you got to be excited yeah he was fired up of course he was yes and then the ball was not sticky i heard people i heard driving in or someone we were curious whether there were sticky balls it was not sticky there was two scuff marks on it but one clearly from hitting the pavement the second one, I guess, could have been from hitting the roof, or perhaps or the, the pitcher, or perhaps Matt Harvey or whoever the catcher is. Maybe they scuffed the ball with you know. So with Matt foul. Harvey pitched it. I, you know, I'm trying to think. It was Pete Alonso that hit it. Hit it. It was before his single to right. Harvey only lasted what three innings. I don't know if he. I have to look. I'm not sure if he was still in or not. You've nailed your Matt Harvey predictions, by the way. Since I feel bad for him since he came back. Well, it's only two of them. Two, right. But all right, both games against the Mets, you you nailed both of them. Yeah, I don't. That he was going to get his butt kicked. I feel he's just he's not good. Yeah, it's I feel bad struggle. for him as well. I do because I feel bad for anybody who has like this meteoric rise and then it quickly goes away and then turns mediocre. Yeah, like what is you know what is your brain like? Like what is what goes through your head every day? I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Mets would have scored twenty runs off him if they kept him in that game. Yeah. So, but it didn't matter who they pitched. The Mets were, they were hitting bombs. What'd you get to eat at that game? Uh, I actually went really terrible. I just got a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Which was awesome. Orioles cheeseburger. It was pretty good. Fries. As you would say. I couldn't find this clam, uh, the, what it was. Clam fries? No, not clam fries. They wanted me to get the uh, the fish sandwich. What, what is it in Baltimore? Clam sandwich? The crab. Crab, crab meat sandwich. sandwich. Because while they had a lot open, not everything was open. So I wasn't walking all over the ballpark. I didn't find the crab meat sandwich, so I didn't get that. I just, the burger's fine. Right. It was good. A lot what of driving. Ba- what are the bathrooms like over there? Uh, nice urinals. You would approve. Dividers? No. Dividers? Yeah. Mets have dividers. No, there's no dividers. But nice urinals. They're fine. It was clean. I guess Camden Yards isn't so updated. They need to build a new stadium if they don't Camden have dividers. Camden Yards might be one of the oldest ballparks yeah. in baseball. Now. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that was like the one cool ballpark you had to get to. Yeah. I never got there. Well, all the Met fans got. I have. I took a picture after Alonzo hits his first home run. When he go first of all, as he's rounding third, he points to all the Met fans behind the dugout, and they go nuts. 
and then he gets to where he's just in front of the stairwell to go down to the dugout. I took a picture of it. You would have thought it was Shea Stadium or City Field. It was amazing how many fans were there. A lot of Mets fans. How what are the, how long did it take you to get there? Because I felt like you were under guessing the length. You said like two and a half hours. It was 2.42 going. It was 2.38 going home. Really? No traffic at all anywhere. Actually worked out very well. Got you would there. say that trip, Jerry, was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yes, it would have been better had we stayed at Boomer's uh, friend's fancy hotel. Yeah, that would have that been awesome. That would have been awesome. You Did you regret that uh, driving home no. that night? No, because I took a nap after work. I was good. All right. So it was totally – I would go there. I don't want to say it's easier because it is two hours and 40 minutes without traffic. But there's something nice about just driving with no congestion. Right. And just going to your place. Parking, walking right in, going to your car, leaving, and just getting home with no issues as opposed to you go to City Field or Yankee Stadium, you have no idea what you're running into. Right. That's why the Phillies is good. Phillies good is spot awesome. also. Wanna, how about the fact that Phillies and Yankees don't play tonight? Right. They don't play till tomorrow. Isn't that weird? It's a, a Saturday-Sunday two-game series. Want to go tomorrow? I do not. So if I had tickets behind home plate, you would not go? You're driving? Oh, he's thinking about it. Ha <laughs> ha! You're driving. I might be interested. Well, I don't have tickets behind no. home plate, so. That's I mean, they could be behind home plate, but they could be way up. Or maybe we go see Jacob DeGrom versus Blake Snell. That would that intrigues me tonight. That's how, Yeah, it's tonight. Very 10. How many? There are, so their max capacity is 75% now. Does that sound right? For going, the Mets? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's so. 33. Yeah, 33. You think they pack it out tonight? I haven't no. seen. You don't think so? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. I still think people are like, eh. <laughs> oh, I eh, guess. gotta drive out there. Gotta pay to park. I gotta tell you, eh. the, my the, my friends that are Met fans are pretty into this team because they're, they're because they're winning with so many guys you didn't expect to be a, like Billy McKinney. Are you kidding? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Like, he hit two home runs the other night. Yeah, Billy and McKinney. He's part of it. I found your new favorite player. Who? Williams Astadio. Well, who does he play for? <laughs> he plays for the Twins. <laughs> Just I want Billy you to ask No, Williams. Williams. W I L L I A N S. I believe Astadio. Oh, there he is, Venezuelan professional baseball player. Oh, you're right, I knew Jerry. it. I knew you'd love this guy. I love a good thick ball player. <laughs> Ooh, he's a pitcher too, no less. He had uh, no, no, he's not. No. Oh, he's. This no. is one photo. He is pitching. So yes. he must have had him come he in the game. In, he pitched in the game. He. <laughs> paid, do you remember we had the conversation about when it's right or not right to swing yes. when you're up by a million runs off a position player? Yeah. I think he was the player that was pitching in a blowout. You're right. That someone hit a home run off of. So he's not a pitcher, but yes, that's he's a chunky monkey guy. He is. Jerry's twenty nine years old. He is. I did see his height and weight there before. I'm going to say he's five eleven, two thirty. He's five nine. Five nine. Wow. Two twenty five. There you go. He's like me. <laughs> did you know that Andre the Giant Jerry was <laughs> seven foot four, five hundred twenty five pounds. From Grenoble, from I do now. You do now. I right? want that. Sh- we have to make that shirt. The Andre the Giant. Yeah, shirt? but it's not. We're not doing Andre the Giant. No, we're just it's doing just seven foot, foot four. four from that's it. Right. That's the shirt we have right. to come up with. Well, that I'm still now. working, Jerry. I, I have designed a wonderful warm up show T shirt for the Fan store. I refuse to put it on a. We want a good shirt. cheap boxy shirt. So I've been going back and forth with the shirt people, and I've not heard back in a week. I think, I think they're sick of they've me. They've had enough of you. They've had enough of me, but I'm looking out for our audience, Jerry. I get I don't it. want to sell a cheapo shirt. 
I don't want to sell a boxy shirt. I don't want to sell a shirt that's going to show man boobs. And that's what happens. I'm trying on all these shirts they send to me. How many and shirts have they sent you? Th- uh, three. Three different shirts. I keep going like this. It's a little too thin. Oh, my God. Why can't you I'm just trying send them to a can- Tell them about the canvas shirt that I'm you like. Tr- I've tried, Jerry. It's not working. So you actually give them the shirt. Well, the problem is the shirts that I like, I've cut the tags out of, so they don't know what the shirt is. But I is. thought the brand is canvas. I, I thought that's know. the brand we like. I'm not familiar with that. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm working on it, Jerry. Here's it's what a I know. beautiful shirt. It's June. I would like to have four shirts available for the holidays. All right. Well, listen. As soon as I get a shirt that's acceptable to me to put in the FAN that's store. That's fine. I will then put out the seven foot four, five. I like because I like that one. Twenty five pounds. I will tell you one of the coolest things I've seen on that on that store, yeah. or I think they're going to put it in the store. I don't know if they have or not. I saw Tommy wearing it yesterday. The new FSU shirt, yeah, for Carton and Roberts. It is awesome. It's like a skull look with like cross bats. I get it. I is don't a, care for that one. It's a great. Why? Ah. It doesn't say anything to me. I don't know what it is. Well, if you listen to the show, though, you know what it means. I do listen to the show. I still don't know what that cross bones and I don't. Still, I'm not sure what it is. I just think it's a all right, Craig, Evan. Sorry, dudes. I like it. I think it's pretty good. That's your boy Al. Okay. Wow, you really just uh, you just did what I saw a man doing this morning. Using the stairwell of the subway as his bathroom, oh. which is just, That's not this right. city is just, whatever. That's what you just did to their shirt. That's what you just I'm did to their at shirt. I'm everyone to step up their shirt game. I actually think that was stepped up. Okay. I love that shirt. I don't, I just don't understand it if you... I guess you're right. It's It's got to be Because it's like it's mean and nasty, and it's like that's what the whole FSU thing is here's the problem people don't know what fsu means like even if you listen to the show i mean you'd have to really we all assume people listen way more than they do i guess like the like i bet 99 percent of our audience has no idea who big zoo is right perhaps perhaps but we think everyone knows them because we've mentioned them a couple times i hear what you're saying all right well guys i tried not that i'm against it i'm just saying you just said you hate it also, there was such a buzz going with the FAN store. There's no buzz anymore. Like, we got to get... Isn't that on us, though? It's on us, but... We need more products. Right, but I I'm agree. trying to put a real T-shirt in the store. I agree. And it's taking three weeks. I had this design three weeks ago. I, I get, I'm Jeremy, totally we with could you. be moving shirts. I also want to send him a new slogan for a new mug. We need okay. to have two mugs. You can't have one. Right. I agree. Jerry, did you know the condo <laughs> I bought last year is already worth more than I bought it for? Yes, I did. Stop paying rent and build equity with Carney Bank. You deserve to make money on your investment. Carney Bank was my bank of choice and made my entire mortgage process very easy. You want to go with someone you can trust and actually get on the phone when you have questions. I trust them, and you can too. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages, member FDIC, equal housing lender. And just so you guys are clear about this, the radio station store is already sick of Al after three or four or five phone calls. Could you Carney yeah, no, Bank? Carney Bank saw Al all the way through. Right, that's customer service. Right, because I'm a pain in the neck. No, you're a giant pain in the neck. But they saw it through. All right, we're just getting started. Five seventeen. It is the warm up show brought to you by Carney Bank. Uh, we've got Boomer and Geo on a fun Friday on the fan. Before history is written. Bobby Played. Tonelli, 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 Ton
Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. I love those meatheads. 25 after 5, what do you say? Uh, Yankees with a weird loss last night in Minnesota because Raldis Chapman didn't throw many pitches and blew it. And then the Nets had just a a workmanlike, lousy loss in Milwaukee. A workmanlike? What's I would mean? call it like a blue collar. I don't know, 86, blue 83, chucking bricks up left and right. The game never, after the 21-point lead by Milwaukee in the first quarter, once the Nets got it back, it never was, I don't think anyone had a lead more than, I don't think anyone was up by more than five or six points the rest of the game. So it was like back and forth. But both teams stunk. So it's what it was. And this freaking Araldis Chapman, right, Jerry? Bottom of the ninth gives up a game-tying home run to, of all people, Josh Donaldson. Yeah. punk. Yeah. And then Nelson Cruz hit the walk-off. Not only that. So I forget who the first batter was in the inning. It was um, maybe a five or six pitch at bat. You could tell he didn't have it. His first pitch is a slider way off the plate. Uh, his 2-1 pitch, I think it was, was like Ricky Vaughn-like from Major League, just a bit outside. I mean, up, out, and all the way to the back oh, wall. Oh, yes, I did see Thud. that. Um, so he was. <laughs> he gives up the single there. Donaldson hits the home run, and then this is what's amazing. Uh, well, not amazing, but what's interesting. Astadio comes up, first pitch, single. Cruz comes up, first pitch, home run. Good night. Good night, everybody. Over. I, it just happened so fast. Yeah. So his last three pitches... Home run, single, home run, game over. Could have been a nice sweep they were setting themselves Could have been. up for, Jerry. Could have been, but it wasn't. I wrote a uh, late-night joke uh, about uh, that involves the Yankees. Oh, boy. You know, this is how I do where I... I You're trying it out? I do a joke the same way that they, the jokes would be presented on late-night television back in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Where I do the setup of a real news story, then a joke. Right, okay. Uh, this uh, I don't know if you've seen this, a lot of talk about uh, pitchers scuffing balls and that sort of thing. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton wants sticky balls out of the game. He also would like low and away sliders taken away from the game as well. Because he misses those all the time, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? This works better with an audience and an applause <laughs> sign. and People were excited well, to be in an audience. I'm curious. Yes. Because you did put that on the show sheet this yeah. morning. And I was curious if he actually said that. No, he I didn't. didn't realize that was a joke you <laughs> wrote was for joke Boomer wrote. and Geo. Well, I wrote it for myself. I wanted to. I used the same show sheet because <laughs> Giancarlo doesn't want pitchers using uh, scuffed balls. He also doesn't want them throwing low and away sliders. <laughs> he misses those all the day, all the time. Like, why Jerry? would you throw him anything else? I don't know. <laughs> right? Why would you throw him anything else? Like, if I if I could throw a slider, I would think every because at some point. He's going to think he's not going to throw me another one. And you're going to chase it. (laughs) He's not going to throw me three straight low and away sliders. How about seven straight? (laughs) Did you happen to watch any of the video yesterday uh, that uh, Cartner Roberts put up with him uh, from playing wiffle ball in the hallway? I did not. And here? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. So Craig was pitching uh, pitching to uh, McMonagle and uh, Evan. Right. And the way he was throwing it, the the movement on the ball was ridiculous as as it is with wiffle ball. But I wondered... Is that what it looks like for baseball players? Not as extreme, but yes. And I say, oh, not as extreme because a wiffle ball can move. I mean, 
yeah, in but it ridiculous ways. Right, but I feel like a baseball moves faster. So you're not throwing sure. a wiffle ball 100 miles Have an you hour. ever faced a slider? In re- a real baseball? A real, no. but like, you know, you didn't play high school baseball at no. all? Yeah, I mean, it's eye-opening. Like when when you... I, I played, like, the oldest I played to was 16, 15, right. 16. I That's high you... school. You didn't play in high school? No, I was still, like, it was the last year of uh, the Little Fellows League of Colonia. <laughs> but I feel like everyone just threw fastballs. They probably did because it's hard Back to throw. It dep- As the kids get better, um, you will see it. And so the first time I saw a real curveball, like, I turned and ducked my head like I was going to get hit. And it was called a strike. I was like, I'm sorry, what? It just, I mean, it just dry. It was coming right at me. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, man, that ball moves. It's coming right for but us. But that's why what Stanton said, which I think is interesting, especially when Garrett Cole is his teammate. Right. And he wants all this stuff out of the game. He's right. He goes, we've seen every pitch. We know what pitches are supposed to do. And then when you see them doing stupid things, no one can do that without the help of something. Right. So maybe he should go talk to Cole. The balls are doing ridiculous things. Yeah. Well, now you can't do anything because now everyone's going to be looking for it. They're looking for it. Well, now we'll see if the uh, offense picks up. Ooh. Wouldn't that be interesting? Like, they had, you know, I'm watching, and I I watch the games most nights, but when they put, when you're at the game, they've got the, you know, the lineups are on the big big board, and all the batting averages are there. And I know the Orioles aren't very good, but still, the Mets and the Orioles, I'm looking at the averages. I'm like, my God, these teams stink. Like the Mets, uh, 220, 230, Lindor, 218, you know, 240. And you look at the Oriole line, like, these teams are just not good. Now we'll see if they rise. What about Jerry? Would Rod Carew be getting hits in today's <laughs> pitching? I think I so. think if you listen, if you're Tony Gwynn, you'd still be hit. Mike Trout, before he got hurt, was still batting 350, I think. Right. So there, it is possible. I think Cedric Mullins of the Orioles Who's is that? batting three something. Who's Cedric Mullins? He's their center fielder. Oh. That kid, uh, Key Brian Hayes. Oh, yeah. From the Pirates. Probably Hayes' son. I think he's batting 340. That's true. He's having a very good season. So there are guys that are hitting, but overall, most of them are not. Overall guys yeah. stink. I did see Stanton had a three-run home, home run third of the series. Yeah, that's first good. inning. Jerry, that's pretty good. Well, they lost the game. Right, but I'm saying Stanton hitting three home runs in the series. It is pretty good. That's pretty good. Dude. I agree. Now go hit home runs in Philly. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's right. He's not going to play. Why is he not playing? There's no DH. Oh. And Aaron Boone's like, I'm not comfortable with him in the field yes. yet. Put him in the right field. This guy was a great player on the Marlins. Put him in right field. Why does he? Why is he I not considered know. a great player now in the outfield? Because he DHs. I don't right. know. I, I Honestly, I don't know. Well, you got Judge in right field, Jerry. Well, He's Judge got a playing center two sometimes oh. now. So you can put, how about Judge in center and Stanton in right? What a novel concept. That is a big muscular Strong. Like, don't outfield. you have to feel Philadelphia is a bam box, as they call it. Right. Don't you have to figure out a way to get Stanton in the yes. lineup? Especially if he hit three home runs in three days. Right. Why would you not want him in the lineup? We're actually three home runs in two days. And don't tell me about injuries. Just go play. Right. This he, isn't hockey or football. He hit three home runs in two days. Right. Stanton. He could go hit. What if he hit three, three home runs tonight? Well, they're or not playing. Night. That would be really wild Tomorrow if he did. Night. But he's not going to play. Yeah, I don't like that, Jerry. Probably going to pinch hit. Uh, I'm also looking ahead here at the uh, weekend sports schedule, and I see that the Nets. Bucks, oh, this sucks. Nets Bucks play Sunday at three. Yeah. Islanders Lightning first yep. game is also Sunday at three, and then Game Two Islanders Lightning, and then Game Four for the Nets or Game Five for the Nets and Bucks. Same time on Tuesday. Is that night. right? 
Yeah, it's awful. It really does. It stinks. I would say, though, probably. You know, we're here in the sports media, Jerry, sports mecca of the world, New York City. So we're like, oh, well, how are we going to watch, you know, someone like myself concerned, how am I going to see Sure, both the Islanders game and the Nets game, Well, you would have seen it anyway. But really, probably fans of the Nets are not necessarily fans of the Islanders. I feel like NBA and NHL doesn't cross over. No, it does. It does? I, yeah, no, Other I than think Evan it does. Roberts. Nick, I mean, if you're a Nick and Ranger fan... Yeah, I think mo- I think most Ranger fans are Nick fans, and most Nick fans are Ranger fans. So then, who Islanders fans are fans of what basketball teams? I don't feel well, like they have a basketball team. It's in- I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people would say perhaps the Nets because they played in Long Island. Mm. Wait, but that's so long Too ago. Long I don't ago, know if Jerry. I believe that anymore. Me neither. So I don't know the answer to that. But I'm in. I, I do enjoy watching the Islanders the way they're playing. But I'm not. I'll be honest with you, I won't watch it Sunday. The Islanders game? I won't. Because you're going to watch the Nets game. My plan Sunday is to have a TV outside and watch the Nets game. I might prob- I'll might i probably put two TVs up for that day, Jerry. Where, where's this again? In my home. I'm going to have my TV up. I'll probably put the Nets game on that. Is there then any chance? Then on my iPad, I'll probably you... have the the uh, Islanders. All kidding aside, over-under, how much of these two games combined you'll watch? I'll set the over-under at 15 minutes. Live on Sunday? Yeah, not on videotape on Tuesday, yes. What about videotape Monday morning at 2 a.m. when I wake up? Doesn't count. Going to be a gorgeous Sunday. You'll have your binoculars to your right. You're going to have women in chikinis on the beach all over the place. You got it, Jerry. It's going to be crowded summer feel. Yeah. Over. I'm going to take the under on the 15 minutes. Yeah, I think think it's a solid bet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're going to lose that bet. (laughs) Now, in fairness... A day like this, to me, is very comparable to, like, week one of the NFL when it's 84 and sunny out on a Sunday. As much as I love it, sometimes it's difficult to sit there for seven hours and watch football. But here's a cool situation which you can do for yourselves. If it is going to be a beautiful summer Sunday and you've got this situation, outdoor bar. Well, yeah. You go to an outdoor sports bar. Sure. You get it together. Well, you do that. (laughs) He's laughing, so that answer is (laughs) no. Will I go to an outdoor sports bar to watch these games? Maybe. There's no chance. It's a chance. And I think the Met game, I think I heard Sal saying the Met game is also around Well, that the, time. they play at one. Oh, my goodness. So those games are all, you'll be, you'll have Mets and Padres, and you'll have Yankees and Phillies, because I assume that oh, that right. game's at 1 o'clock, too. I don't think they're Sunday night. What a sports day, Jerry. So think about 3 o'clock, what's going to be going on in New York. What on a TV. sports day. What's going to be going on in, in my world, Jerry? Because I'm going to be locked. I'm going to be in front of four televisions. You're, like right at three o'clock, I'm going to have the Met game coming to an end, the Yankee game coming to an end, the Islander game starting. You're going to Nets game. You're going to be walking That's down Ocean Avenue. You're, you're right. Your girlfriend's going to be like, "Shouldn't you be watching any of these games? Well, what games? You are on in 14 hours. What are, games are you talking about? She has a better idea than you do about sports. <laughs> well, potentially. <laughs> We don't know that for sure, Jerry. I got to be honest. I might at this point. I don't mean the 80s sports. I mean sports oh, today. Jerry, 1980 sports? Come at me, bro. You got the 80s locked up. I got 80s sports locked up. No question. NFL, uh, b- uh, baseball. That, that doesn't surprise not me. Not so much basketball, not so much hockey, but baseball and football, man. Bring it. Bring if, it. If I said 1985 Royals. Yeah. Could I go around the... No, I don't the, want you to go around, but you could. Could, now you could give me three players in two seconds. Absolutely. Right. George Brett, Hal McRae, 
Dan Quisenberry. Done. There you go. Daryl Porter. I mean, you Daryl Porter you just pulled out of your UL back pocket. UL Washington. Frank White. Now. 2021 Royals. Go. Legitimately. <laughs> not one player. <laughs> not one Royal. 25 in front of six. It's the warm-up show. <laughs> Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Don't go away. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Al and Jerry, long-time tag team champions. All right, we take you into the weekend, a fun, sunny weekend, we're assuming anyway. It's 20 in front of 6. Boomer and G are going to rip up this Friday morning as Al is air drumming right now. Who was your favorite tag team wrestling, Jerry? I don't have. I what? don't know. If I had if I had my team, the Road Warriors, to fight your team, who would you put up against my Road Warriors? Randy Macho Man Savage and Hulk Hogan. Oh, that'd be a tough one. Those would be my two. That would be a tough one. Yeah. I do think they did team up for a little while where they were wearing the same colored clothing. Really? Yeah. Didn't uh, know they, that. Yeah, they were both wearing the yellow and the red, the Hulkamania uh, clothing. I see. Look, That'd be a battle, Jerry. I would like to see that. And if I had to go earlier than that, yeah. I'd probably go George the Animal Steel. Right. Who would you team him with to fight the with, Road Warriors? Oh, that's a good one. Who would I team him with? I can't take Andre the Giant. I loved him, though. Andre the Giant. Seven foot fall, <laughs> 525 pounds from a Grenoble France. The Road Warriors can't beat him up, Jerry. No, I'm aware. George the Animal Steel, the actual human being, was a uh, school teacher, supposedly. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And in wrestling, he didn't talk. So did he? He was an animal. I guess he was a wrestler before they made big money. Yes. That's that's kind of like the football players, yeah, just a couple stick, right? of generations before Boomer. <laughs> right, like in the grand scheme of things, not many years off, but oh. money-wise, huge. Man, you're not kidding. Huge. Jerry, we have Judas Priest tickets. I heard that. 50th anniversary tour. 8, eight o'clock hour, 9 o'clock hour, we're giving them away. Now, they're playing Prudential Center, which I was impressed by, that they can still play arenas. Like, now, how thought... many? All right, so hold on a yeah. second. Prudential Center for a concert. Yeah, will do how many tickets? I don't know, but like Bruce Springsteen plays there, it's, so it's not. I know, like, and they and they get good nothing to good shows that, as they say, Jerry. Are you sixteen, seventeen thousand? Yeah, I would say so. You're telling me, I guess so. You know what? Yeah, I guess for our generation, like, why wouldn't they do well? Breaking the law, breaking the law, bam, bam. Breaking got my leg, breaking coming. my leg. Like they were around. Like I remember that uh, you've got another thing coming. Video was like one of the early. MTV videos in the I early saw. 80s. It was like 81, 82. Yeah, sure. That's crazy. What it's is 2021. It's a 50th anniversary tour. Yeah, good for them. So that takes you all the way back to 1971. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who, is, who would you say? Bob right Halford now? is rocking it out still. Now, how many of those are originals? I don't know, but uh, I know the, the, the main dude is the lead singer. The is. Lead singer. Who would you say is the oldest show right now? Stones. Rolling Stones? Yeah. They still playing though. Stones or Paul McCartney? 
Yeah, yeah, McCartney. they're both still still. Well, I know play. McCartney is. I, I haven't heard much about the Rolling yeah. Stones. Oh, well, they're got, they're getting ready to go out because they saw Mick Jagger working out videos. Oh God, he's working out. Like working out how? I hope he's like got that running. testosterone and HGH working. <laughs> right, he better just start firing up the he's testosterone. He's running. Good for him. Yeah, Jerry, he's running. He's so got to be what seventy five. He's in his late seventies. Late seventies, I think so, or early seventies. Seventies. He's That's rocking amazing. and rolling. What old show would you go to now? Uh, I would still go see The Who. I'd still be interested in that. Kinks, if they were playing, I'd the still Kinks. go see them. You'd go see The Kinks? <laughs> yeah. I bet I wouldn't go see Judas Priest, but I bet if I went, I'd be like, yeah, I knew most of the songs. Good. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> you know, uh, Judas Priest, they are pretty good, Jerry. <laughs> they were pretty good. I went to see them. They are pretty good. Did you say this is a, this is a wild story, Jerry? I don't know why. We're in the, you know, we're in the cancel culture, as they say. I've heard, yes. Where if you say something, uh, you could get in trouble and be yeah. thrown off of stuff your... Stuff can go viral, as they say. Stuff can go viral, and you could be thrown off of your job and yeah. banished forever. If you say something, or if you said something crazy 25 years ago, they might dig that up. Or... Yeah. yeah. And then there are other things that happen, and you think there's no way to bounce back from that, and people bounce back. I bring you... CNN's Jeffrey oh. Tubin, legal analyst for CNN, who during the pandemic, so recent, <laughs> during the pandemic, he was on a Zoom call with the New Yorker, who he was also working with, and then he thought he was off the Zoom call and went to town on himself <laughs> and was still on the Zoom call. Way to put it. Now, I, I don't know. I I vaguely remember yeah. this story, but I don't remember the details of the story. The deets. So did he think the Zoom call ended he did. and the video just kept playing? He thought kept the recording? Zoom call ended and that he thought his he was disconnected. Okay. And didn't walk away from where he was and so he didn't go to town on himself during the interview during the Zoom call. It was a meeting. It was oh, a right. meeting with the other colleagues. So it wasn't during the meeting per se. No. It was after he thought the meeting was over right. and he was done. He thought the meeting was done and he thought, I've got a few minutes to relax myself. <laughs> Why he did it right directly in front of where the camera would have been, don't know. Well, I would say... He's not a young man. You would think he could hold his urges. Like, boy, some people are just really... They go to town on themselves. Used up. Let me ask you this. <laughs> but he's back. So why not be back? Isn't it really nothing more than embarrassment? Yeah, and then... Like, so, what did he do wrong in the grand scheme of things? Is that, was that wrong? No, no, I'm, I'm... Like, he didn't hurt anybody. Right. He didn't say anything nasty about somebody. Mm-hmm. He didn't attack anyone or right. any group. He, in a way, attacked himself. <laughs> he uh, was very angry with himself. Really just embarrassment more yeah. than anything. So, like, why shouldn't he be? Like, if that happened to you or me or Eddie or G or whoever, like, I could see taking some time away. Which but, he did. Right. But I would ultimately think, I don't think you'd get fired for that. It's I, interesting you bring that up now that you say that. It's, it's happened to you before? No, no. <laughs> it doesn't make sense what you're saying. I just think it's not, I don't think it should be a fireable thing. So there was a very uncomfortable, so you made his return to CNN on the air. Oh, he did? Okay. He did. And uh, the woman, I forget her name, she had uh, to introduce him, and now legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin. But she said, Jeffrey, let's, uh, we probably should address what happened. <laughs> and they addressed what happened. For real? Yeah. <laughs> He just said that very embarrassed and uh, 
hoping to move on. <laughs> Imagine the jokes and the one-liners. Yeah. Oh, the poor guy. And he was in studio, which means he had to come to work. He had to walk past You talk about a walk of shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, I think, but it's mostly on him. That's true. That's what he said. So I think if you can get the courage to walk and see, walk in and see your peers again, I think I think it's great they didn't fire him. Hmm. Because I don't think they should have. Yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't think of it that way that you're bringing it up now. And it, it's just weird that it's a news organization. You know, it's not like he's not a sports talk show host that got caught doing that. No, I get it. But he's a he, newsman. It wasn't like he was doing that while, uh, you know, doing an interview on TV. Where it he purposely did that. Yeah, it was nothing. It was his own free time. <laughs> he thought he had a little free time. I like how you put it. He went to town on himself. <laughs> yeah, I went to town. It's unfortunate for him and yeah. embarrassing. Very embarrassing. Yes. You think when you get to that age, you would I know you always have this thing that you get to that yeah. age. Well, let me see how old Jeffrey I don't Tubin I don't is. know that that's the case. I don't Really? All right, hold on. Let well, me see. He, Jeffrey Tubin is uh 65. 61. All right. He's not dead. He's 61. <laughs> I mean, All bo- right. not for nothing. Boomer 60. Right. Boomer's in great shape. So if you're in shape, like, why not? I'm not saying do that, but you're saying, like, you don't have those feelings anymore. right? I feel bad for you then. I'm not saying you don't have those feelings anymore. What I'm saying is they're not as urgent as they were when you're younger. And they are or they're not. Wherein you don't get up and go to another room if you were just in front of the camera. And it could possibly still be on. watch his videos? (laughs) I see what you're saying. Needed the equipment that was in front of him. Unless he's got a VCR and a VHS tape <laughs> in the other room. In his basement. I mean, it's kind of well past that point, aren't we? Uh, evidently. So, again, a lot of embarrassment. I'm glad he didn't lose his job. All right. And I feel bad for him at every family gathering now. Fair enough. Because I don't know how you look at him and not right. think of that. Do that's you, the thing that's really sucky. Now, like, does he have to address that at the next family gathering? Boy, I don't know, man. I, you know, if I, I've got to think it's been addressed already. He was probably happy that when uh, that we were social distancing and not seeing our family members. You're right. I agree. If I, and it's funny because if, I don't know that I'd be able to come back to work in that. I don't know. Yeah, I might. It's tough. It's go buy tough, a buy, buy our business or something and right. just be left alone. Well, what would your business be? <laughs> They'd be like, that's that guy who was, woo. <laughs> Have you been to the new bagel store? It's the guy who, woo, on television. <laughs> I didn't say bagel store. I, I don't know. Might have to be something that's just where you low can key. hide. Something <laughs> yes, low-key. Pretty much. All right. We got to take a break. So you got to tell us about something. All right. We yes, come back. We, I mean, I wanna, we don't have to, but no, I think we'll Eddie might back. get upset. We'll come back. I want to talk very briefly about uh, Aaron Boone on Carton and Robert. That's oh, okay, good. I did hear. Yeah. I did hear Craig saying we need a break, guys. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll do that later. Let's take another <laughs> call. <laughs> As you know, I've been in my new condo now for just over a year. It's, I'm not calling it an anniversary anymore, Jerry. Thank God. It's already worth more than I paid for it. That's right. It's worth more in just a year's time. Stop paying rent. And build equity with Carney Bank. They make the entire mortgage process easy. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages to learn more. Rates are still low and you do not need to put down 20%. Go with Carney Bank. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. We'll come back and wrap it up in just a moment. Get you to Boomer and Geo at the top right now. Amy Lawrence in an Odyssey Sports Minute on the French Open.
We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, coming up on uh, the top of the hour, Boomer and Geo. then. Nets lost a blah game, and uh, the Yankees lost a blah game, Al. Warm-up show is brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today. For tomorrow, visit CarneyBank.com uh, for details. Aaron Boone you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, Aaron Boone. Um, he says that, uh, you know, Carton Roberts specifically asked him about uh, the brand name Spider Tack, and if they uh, had that in in the locker room, if he's ever seen it in the locker room. Oh. He said he has not. He has not. Or did he didn't plead the fifth. He didn't plead the fifth. He okay. actually did a uh, a good job of answering their straight-up questions about it. Now, how would, yeah. I thought it was a very interesting interview. How was, because I know you listen to, you hear all these. How was Rojas with them the other day? Because wasn't he asked about pictures yeah, using sticky stuff? Yeah. Because I feel bad for Rojas at times. I feel like he's still learning how to deal with yeah, these he interviews. Is. He is still learning how to deal with these. He's more evasive. More evasive. Well, yeah. it's not a better way to deal with it, I guess. Yeah, I thought I, I thought Aaron Boone, you know, he, he got a lot of direct questions, and he handles them well. I did not hear this. Did Craig call them the, the New York Boars? No. He did not. Okay. He did not. He was instead focused on scuffing baseballs and... And sticky and stuff. Sticky stuff. I hear you. Scuffing ya. balls. And, All right. I did see that uh, Jameson Tyon, Jerry. Yes, you know your him, Frenchman. The Frenchman, the Yankee pitcher. He's excited to get uh, sticky stuff out of the game. Well, I think if you're a pitcher that doesn't use it, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Levels the playing field, doesn't it? Isn't that the whole point of this? That's actually true. I didn't think of it that way. Remember the whole steroid era? Well, Derek Jeter never did any of this. And right. Didn't I mean, so yeah. So Jamison Tyone wants it out of the game. He says, then we can see, uh, you know, what do we got? What do these teams got? <laughs> you can see what the pitchers teams are, don't have an advantage. And what teams are paying guys $30 million <laughs> that don't have what they thought they had. That exactly. seems like a problem. Paying guys big bucks uh, that stink. Yeah. You stink? Well, I didn't say, no, I didn't say that. Priest they, they, is no, coming no, to no, the no. Prudential Center October 27th. 